You're listening to Fitness Beyond Aesthetics. I'm your host, Estelle, and I'm super happy that you're tuning in today. I'm a certified personal trainer and life coach whose life within the health and fitness world has been pretty all over the place. So no matter where you are within your fitness journey, I can probably relate to it on some level. I know that fitness is for you and that you have a valued place in this world. I've had my fair share of ups and downs, insecurities, and honestly feeling like an outcast from exercise and fitness. Little did I know that I'd actually become a leader within this space and help women from all walks of life gain confidence, find freedom and understanding, and feel at home within the fitness world. In this podcast, my goal is to help you fall in love with exercise, become amazed by yourself, create healthy lifestyle changes, and break down that confusing gym and lifting stuff so that you can feel welcome and at home within the fitness world. Everyone is welcome here. Let's get started. It is nearing the end of 2022, and end of the year slash beginning of a new year is when a lot of people think about joining a gym. New Year's resolutions come in, or maybe it's not even a resolution for you, but maybe you're just feeling inspired to join a gym. I know a few of you have been doing that lately, reaching out to me, saying that's something that you've done, and I'm so happy that you have taken that step, and I'm so honored that I had a part in inspiring you to do that. Um, But anyways, because of this time of year, a lot of people have this on their mind, I wanted to do a simple short and sweet episode about some things to look for when you are choosing a gym. Now, it's true that I really don't think there's going to be like a single perfect gym that everything is exactly how you want it, but we can try to make the best decision for ourselves. So I'm going to be giving you, let me count, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven-ish, seven-ish things that you can look for uh, six, seven ish. I don't know. Um, that you can look for when selecting a gym, um, and just do your best. Think about, yeah, just think about them when you go into the gym. So first thing you can do is do gym tours. This isn't really something to look for, but you'll be able to look for these things if you do gym tours. So if you live in a place that has multiple gyms, I recommend first, like, just looking up a handful of gyms in your area that are like relatively close or maybe on the way to and from work so that it's like less of a barrier. Like you don't have to go super out of your way to get there. Um, Choose a few of them, maybe, maybe two, maybe three, maybe more if you have that many in your area and then ask for a tour. That's something that I've never been to a gym that didn't offer that. Like they want to give you a tour so that you feel enticed and you want to sign up. So ask for a tour. We'll just like, say, Hey, I'm thinking about joining. Can you, can you show me around? Can I take a look around something along those lines? So they'll be happy to do that for you. So once you're doing these tours, I want you to look out for these things. Number one, this might sound super obvious, but a lot of people don't think about this. They just think, Oh, I'm just going to join a gym. This is the one that works for me. Boom. I joined. I signed up. Don't do that. Think about how you feel when you go through this gym. Do you have a good feeling? It's probable that if you haven't been to a gym in a long time or you haven't been to a gym before that you might feel nervous. So I don't necessarily mean that nervousness will go away, but are they inviting? Are they friendly? Are they sincere? Like the people, not just the people behind the desk, but the people inside the gym too. Do you have an overall good feeling about that? There's always going to be people anywhere you go that like 
aren't going to smile at you. Or maybe people are just in the zone when they're working out. I don't want you to be obsessive like, oh, so-and-so didn't smile at me or this or this or that. I think most of us are fairly intuitive and we can sense whether a gym has a good vibe or not. So really think about that. Try to get out of your head a little bit and like into your body when you go and do these gym tours and think about if you have a good feeling or not and keep it there. Super simple. Something else to look out for. Is it clean? So when you go into the bathrooms, you go into the sauna, if they have a sauna, you know, the locker rooms, showers, whatever, is it clean? Yes, people may have just used it. That's fine. But we don't want a lot of dust everywhere. We don't want rust. It's it's okay to have normal wear and tear, but we want to make sure that it is overall very sanitary when you go in there because there is a lot of action and traction in the gym. On top of that, on top of the cleanliness, we want to look for tidiness as well. So of course you can look for that inside like the locker room area, but specifically out in the gym area, like the cardio machines, the machines, the free weights, the racks, all of that. I want for you to look for people who re-rack their weight. So if you're not familiar with gym terminology, re-rack just means people who put the weights back where they're supposed to be. So weights don't belong on machines. Weights don't belong on the floor. Weights don't belong on a rack. Weights belong on, I don't honestly don't even know what it's called, but they have a designated spot in the gym, like a rack specifically for the weights and it's communal. So when you need weight, you go to this rack with the weights on it, put it on the bar, you put it on the machine And then when you're done, you put it back. But there will be people who do not do this. They leave the weight on the machines. Sometimes they even leave the weights just like laying around the floor right next to the machine. This is super lazy and horrible, horrible gym etiquette. Extreme pet peeve of pretty much any proper gym goer. (laughs) It's very... Very rude when people don't do that. And there's going to be people, honestly, at almost any gym that you might find do this. Sometimes people forget and it's like they just totally space and they forget. And then there's people who just do that regularly. So just if you see that once, it's not a big deal. But in general, you don't want to see lots of weights laying around and you want to see them back where they belong not on the machines. Same thing happens for dumbbells, not just the plates. Sometimes people don't put the dumbbells away. They'll just leave them by the benches or wherever they're using them. So just make sure that you see things are in order and tidy out in the uh, weight room area. Next thing you want to look for is sturdy equipment and a variety of equipment. So what I really want you to especially look for is not necessarily a ton of machines. Machines are good. Definitely have a place. You should look for those. But the most important thing is free weights. Do they have a variety of free weights? So free weights are weights that are not attached to anything. So a lot of the time, people become intimidated by machines. Honestly, you guys, I'm trying to think of my program right now. I don't know if I have, no, 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 I have one machine in my program, a leg press. 
But aside from that, I just don't really use machines because it doesn't lend a hand towards natural movement. They can definitely have a place when uh, wanting to isolate certain muscle groups. Anyways, now I'm not talking about gym stuff, but uh, prioritize looking for a variety of free weights. So this is barbells, dumbbells, plates that go on the barbells, um, kettlebells, uh, medicine balls, those sorts of things. Things that are weighted that are not attached to a machine. Also, cable machines are great. It's technically a machine, but it's not as controlled as another type of machine where the pattern is already set. Cables are awesome because they allow you to pull and push from all different kinds of angles. So you're not necessarily having to use gravity from the floor, but you can use gravity from any different kind of angle, which makes things extremely versatile. So prioritize looking for barbells, the weights on barbells, um, dumbbells, and cable machines. That's what I would say to look for first and to have a lot of them. Next thing you want to look for is a squat rack, not just a Smith machine. So in case you don't know the difference between these, a Smith machine is a barbell that is attached to the rack and it just kind of slides up and down along this um, rack that it's attached to. This is what you don't want to use. Sometimes people feel like it's safer, it's easier, it's less intimidating, but this is not a natural movement pattern. When we squat, the bar doesn't necessarily go directly up and down. We have a little bit of a curve there sometimes. And you want to make sure that you are able to stabilize that bar on your own. You don't want something else controlling it. You want to be able to do that on your own. And interestingly, if you really gain strength when using a Smith machine, you are putting yourself at a higher risk of injury down the road because you're not using an appropriate movement pattern. You might be okay for a while, but you're going to get to a certain point where it does not lend a hand towards pain-free movement in your life and it could actually cause an injury so we don't want to rely on a smith machine so when i say look for barbells and free weights and a squat rack i'm not talking about a smith machine let's take a moment to hear about one of my favorite products perfect supplements now more than ever before it's so important to get your supplements from a high quality and trusted source Perfect Supplement searches the globe for the best place to source their ingredients from, and then each batch is put through a rigorous third-party lab testing to make sure their products are clean and safe. They have some of the best prices I've found, and what's even better is when you buy in bulk, you save even more. Buy three of anything, save 20%. Buy six of anything, save 25%. And even better, use the code Estelle, that's my name, E-S-T-E-L-L-E, at checkout for an additional 10% off that already massive savings. Okay, back to the episode. And then there's just one last thing that I want you to look out for. And that is a good vibe, not just towards everyone, but especially towards women. There are definitely gyms out there that don't promote a good vibe towards women. I shouldn't say gyms don't promote them, but maybe they just attract a certain kind of person that doesn't 
generally accept women in the gym or just sees women as an object in the gym. I personally have never experienced that, but I have heard other women express their stories to me of just feeling like objects, like they're being stared at and stuff like that at the gym. And that's not what we're there for. And I think that there's going to be people like that, individuals like that, no matter where you go, not just in the gym, but you can see people like this in the grocery store, at a coffee shop, at a gas station. It's not the gym's fault, but certain gyms will have higher concentrations of people like that than others. So just be aware of that. And some of these things like the uh, re-whacking, re <laughs> re-racking the weights, the good vibe, um, and especially a good vibe towards women, I feel like these things would be better seen um, through a trial. So a lot of gyms will offer like a one-week trial, two-week trial, one-month trial sometimes. So I think that could be really beneficial when if you want to take the gym seriously, you don't want to make it like a short-term fling, like January 1st, hitting the gym, you want to make this long term. So take the time to make the best decision for yourself. Another thing that can really help you get started in the gym is my Strong with a Cell membership. You've probably heard me talk about it a million times before. There's always little recordings in my podcast trying to tell you guys about it. But this is really the perfect place to start for beginner to intermediate lifters. And I say this because... Everyone needs to be doing pretty much the same exact thing. This is great whether you are comfortable with a barbell or not. The gym program, because I have a gym version and a home version for the membership, the gym version does feature a barbell from week one. The um, the non-gym version, the home version does not. It's all just dumbbells, bands, that kind of thing. But you can totally do this kind of stuff at the gym as well. The program lasts for up to a full year. The workouts are simple and concise. You can switch over at any point. So if you want to start with the home version, switch over to the gym version later, you can totally do that. And I have a whole section of video lessons just about gym workout equipment, like how to set up for a deadlift, how to set up for a squat, how to set up for bench press, hip thrust, all the major lifts with a bench press, and also how to break down. So like how to re-rack your weights, all that kind of stuff. And the number one thing I think a lot of women are intimidated, intimidated by in the gym is the squat rack. They just like look at this giant machine thing and there's so many different parts to it it's like what in the world is going on there's a whole video on that too all the different parts of the squat rack and what they are for like do you even need to move this do you need to use it at all I have a whole section of videos just on that this membership has already empowered so many women to get into the gym and be comfortable in there too and when I designed this I really wanted to take into consideration the reasons why someone one feels intimidated by the gym two, doesn't feel empowered, and three, falls off track. So this is specifically designed for you if you are someone who tends to be off and on the workout train and you want some more accountability, you want group support, you want to learn as you go, because these are the key pieces to, one, not being intimidated, feeling empowered, and not 
falling off track again by staying the course and making it a part of your lifestyle. To be honest, you guys, I don't really like this term falling off track because then it indicates like there's a track and it's hard to stay on it. I honestly believe that it's just a part of figuring out how to make it work and be natural for you. That's what it's about. So you have my support. You have the support of a community. Everyone else is in the membership as well. And you get to learn along the way. I don't want you to finish the year of workouts or the three months, whatever you decide to do, or however long you're in there. I don't want you to finish and be like, what in the world was that? Like, where was I going with this? I want you to learn through this process because that is ultimately what empowered me to get to where I am today. Like I used to feel super intimidated in the gym too. I would go straight to the cardio machines and then I would just waltz around the machines just like picking random ones like okay I'm not too intimidated by this one I saw someone using this one time I'll just go ahead and do this you don't have to keep doing that you can follow a structured program you can see progress towards your goals you can see more definition you can get stronger and I had this thought today because all a lot of the time frequent gym goers say things like it's like their therapy and I, I kind of, I have theories as to why people say this. It can be therapeutic. Exercise in general is therapeutic. But why is it when you're lifting weights, why does that feel so empowering? Why is that? It's not just that someone's getting stronger, but I had another thought today. And it's that when you are lifting weights, you are not thinking about what someone else is doing. You are just trying to be your very best in that moment and striving to get better within that specific thing. And that in itself can be empowering because you show yourself what you can do. And if you are applying progressive overload, which I teach you how to do, you will get stronger pretty much every single week. And that is incredibly empowering to watch your body do that and to know that you did that. So I'm putting the link for my membership in the show notes, as always. Um, Reach out to me. Let me know if you are already in a gym, if you're considering joining a gym. If you found this episode helpful, I would love to connect and talk with you. And as always, as always, you guys, leave a review. Please leave a review. And if you do so, screenshot it. And you can either, one, email it to me at estellecfitness at gmail.com. Or send it to me in a DM on Instagram at Estelle Fitness. So that's E-S-T-E-L-L-E, the letter C, and then the word fitness. And then I will know who left me that review and you'll be entered to win a free coaching call with me next month in the month of January, which would be super duper awesome, especially if you just joined a gym and you are wanting some tips getting started in there. All right. I will talk to you guys next week. I'm so glad you were able to catch this episode of Fitness Beyond Aesthetics. I hope that it helped bring more clarity to your life within the health and fitness world, and that in turn empowers you to keep moving forward. I don't believe we will ever have the answers to everything, but we can continue to learn and keep an open mind. If there's a topic you'd like to learn more about, please email me using the link in the show notes. If you'd like to explore different ways to work together, check out my website at estellecfitness.com. That's Estelle, my name, the letter C for my middle name, and the word fitness.com. 
If you want to get to know me better, I highly suggest following me on Instagram at Estelle C Fitness. I'd love it if you sent me a DM to connect, or if you just want to stalk me on there, that's fine too. Until next time, friend, have a lovely day.